0: Hey, everybody. Jacob, the audio guy here. We had a little bit of audio trouble with some of the remote recording this week. So it sounds a little bit different this week, but it's a fun show. Enjoy. Here it is. This is the part of the show where we thank you, the ice cream truck drivers. Thank you, ice cream truck drivers. It's a brand new month. I don't have new names yet, but I want to take this moment to thank every single ice cream truck driver out there. How do you become an ice cream truck driver, you may ask? Well, you get your ice cream truck driving license over at PreachingFun.com. PreachingFun.com is where you can go to sign up to be an ice cream truck driver, and who knows? The life you save may be your own. You get your license to drive ice cream.
1: Mm-hmm. Hey, Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go.
0: We're scattered all over these United States today, fellas.
2: That's right. Matt, where are you? I'm in Novato.
0: Novato. Novato. It's time for Matt Mattingly's Ice Cream Social, sitting in Novato, California. That is Matt Donnelly, sitting in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. That's Paul Mattingly. I'm Jacob the Audio Guy. We're preaching fun.
2: Uh, I know I'm overpronouncing it. You just pronounce it casually, Novato. Uh, right. But when you say it too quickly, people think you're saying Nevada. Uh, but it is in Northern California. It's a beautiful little, little uh, kitschy town. And yeah. then uh, the performance venue... It's a partnership, actually, with Mystique Dining and another organization. So it's not a full Mystique venue, um, but it is a, a, a salon where they have, like, a spa and, and massage and all that stuff during the day. It's this really I thought itchy, you looked like you place. were glowing. And then they're trying this thing on the weekends where they bring in magicians and do this whole four-course meal at night, and they bring out these nice tables in the Whoa. middle. Oh. feels like a fancy house party. Mm. And then, is it
0: possible to get like a
2: mani petty while watching the magician no, it's, it's possible to do it while being the magician that's what i did last night i just pulled a really <laughs> long really long version of different stories that go into different tricks so i just took the took the <laughs> long route um especially straightest jacket escape that did we did a lot of deep diving yeah um actually the truth is i did do a lot of deep diving last night i had the weirdest audience ever right so uh it's really neat. Is that you
0: had a weird audience in a spa in Northern California? That's what you want us to believe?
2: <laughs> Get out of here! Fie, Crazy talk. Fie. Well, they—they they, uh, you know always a, a challenge of the mystique venues is that they everyone always has dinner with each other and then you you come out right. At least in this venue, you go to a new spot. They move from dinner to a, a small theater. Oh, that's uh, good. Yeah, like a little parlor, and um, <clears throat> but. This group was uh, uh, was the new owners of the the, the co owners of this this ordeal, uh, and uh, not ordeal. The new owners of this deal, uh, and uh, and a bunch of you know they selected a bunch of VIPs to come out. So pressure was on to put on a, a dazzling show for them. Uh, but it was the, it was the owners. It was their their show. So their dinner ran super long, and they they were having some wine. And then I was like, this afterthought. You know i guess all right i guess we will shuffle off into this room you know and they just started chatting with me like there was no like stage no wall to audience. Yeah. no yeah. fourth wall like, at all it was like i basically did like an hour-long close-up set at one table that happened to move into a <laughs> parlor and so at one point this one was talking about uh like i got brought up you know uh I, I started producing fish and they were like what is up right. with these fish and some girl's like, you know, I've seen men with fish on dating profiles. Is this part of the dating profile thing? Oh,
1: my
0: God. What?
2: <laughs> and I was like, this I not This is just a conversation no? happening during your show. It's so good. And I stopped, I stopped dead, and I was like, wait, are you really asking me if the if you should be worried about whether you see people fishing? Uh, uh, like a lot of fishing stuff in their dating profiles, but that's a red flag? Yes. Yes, that's a red flag. <laughs> I said, I was like, I can stop my show. And we can talk about dating. I was like, I just yeah. went snowboarding up in Utah, and I was very surprised at the amount of men on the lifts that we were making conversation with who all said they were divorced. <laughs> I was like, there's a lot of divorced men snowboarding. That was one observation I made in Utah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so yeah, it's possible they can put their hobbies before their family. And, uh, and so yeah, if you want to talk about that being a red flag, go for it. It's a red flag. Oh, you you think the people up in Utah... Uh,
0: they were already snowboarding before they got divorced, and that was part of the reason that they got divorced. Was because oh. they were they were so interested in their hobbies. <laughs> you don't think that they took up snowboarding after they got divorced,
2: oh, or maybe because they got divorced? That's a that you're right. I'm I with you, Jacob. I,
1: that was my automatic thought. Was like, uh, snowboarding is the new Corvette because we're all poor, right?
0: <laughs> That's right. A um, snowboard is dramatically cheaper than a Corvette.
1: Yeah. Uh but, but has the same kind of status vibe, right? Right. And, and it's more easily applicable to social media because you can get all kinds of cool shots of you out on the mountain. While if you got that Corvette, you get maybe three good pictures of you in the vet. And then after a while, it's like, oh, there's vet guy again. Yawn. Vet you know, guy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because with the snowboard you're getting all kinds of trees you're getting sunsets you're getting look look at this check this wild powder today woo 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 you know you got you got a lot of shit you can work with there beyond the now, fish currently- thing that's interesting because i think that's like <laughs> that's like a years old trope of men with fish in their profile you know holding up a big old fish being yeah. like like that was pre uh that predates uh, what gives women the ick right? But that was, that was like the oh, first, yeah. that was like the first example of that gives me the ick. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Like, like an automatic. Ugh.
2: Yes. Interesting. No, no. And then, uh, like I brought up, you know, like a hacker convention in one of my routines and then someone goes, I've never heard of that. I, but uh, everything I get from law and order and everyone starts talking about law and order and I just oh wait. Oh my God. For the conversation to happen. <laughs> oh no.
0: Matt's on stage. Oh yeah, this kills at the hacker conventions. I met Dick Wolf
1: once. He was very nice. What do you think about iced tea?
2: <laughs> I got in a slick joke. Uh, uh, well, one point. Oh yeah. So you know, I do a bit where I smell my marker, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Uh, throughout the thing, whatever. So a the eyes smelling. Sure. Exactly. What's well, it? I was talking about, like, I know other magicians <laughs> have done it. I know it's hacky, but I really do love smelling that marker. It's a good smell, man. <laughs> so, like, I'm not going to stop. Uh, I mean, I can stop when I want to. uh, but, <laughs> sure. uh I don't want to stop.
1: Comes in with all kinds so, of streaks on his nose one day.
2: So the audience member smelled it, too. And I go, it's pretty great, right? She goes, oh, yeah. And I go, that's, a, that's an off-brand marker from Staples. I like those better than Sharpies. Um, and uh, uh, someone else goes, let me smell. And I go, oh, okay. And then... Uh, They literally, like a joint, passed my marker around every single audience member that just stopped. Got the sniff that they could all take turns smelling my marker. You know
1: what's great?
2: Like, I thought the bit was going to die. I'm so glad that
1: we've crossed the barrier from COVID times where a whole audience of people just passed (laughs) around a marker and just put it right in Just their nose on to, it and then yeah, sniffed right it. in there yeah of course yeah yeah my wife didn't get COVID for the first time yeah. this week and we're, we're in the clear it's all gold now
2: yep jesus christ <laughs> the people who make who makes scorpion bowl liquors are like oh good it's back baby everyone shows <laughs> sure straws same drink let's go <laughs> Scorpion <laughs> bowls.
1: <laughs> oh my god yeah we wouldn't have been able to serve warp core breeches anymore yeah. Oh
2: gracious! So yeah, they, they all smelled it, and then uh, at one point, hilarious. I, I have uh, 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 I recently acquired a Southwest bag, and, and the reason why, I mean, yesterday, recently. Okay. So I go to the airport. You know, um, flying Southwest, bags checked for free. And as soon as I pull up to drop uh, to the to the checkup to the curbside checkup, I go, oh, shoot, I don't have cash on me. I normally have. I got, you got to tip the guys on the, the sky cap oh, yeah, people yeah. on the curve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean? Right. And so most of the time when I roll up my bag and I have my tip in my hand, they usually go, thank you very much, sir. And they don't even put the bag on the scale and they just put it right on the thing right. and it goes. Right. right. So I'm pulling up and I don't have That's
0: a traveling hack for everybody right now. By yeah. the way, mm-hmm. you walk up, if you, if you're like, you know, it's a 50 pound weight limit. You you probably like 55, 56 pounds. You roll up to that outdoor sky cap you hand them five or ten bucks, and they just and yep. Thank you so much. They we take your alone. bag, they put it right on the belt. Mm-hmm. It's off and running.
2: So I'm pulling up. I don't have the cash my cash. I was like, God damn it! And so as soon as he sees my bag, he just puts it. He just looks at it and looks at me and just puts it right up on the scale. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, okay, and it's over by uh, seven pounds. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, seven pounds. You want to pay? And I go, I guess so. He goes, you don't have another bag? I go, nope. Uh. And he goes, a hundred bucks, and I was like, "I have oh. to get on this plane. I know I have to get on this plane right now. I have a gig, you know. Uh-huh. I don't want to. I don't want eat a hundred bucks. And I literally was like, I'm just mad at myself so much. I knew I, I always try to carry a little bit of cash. I mean, no matter yeah, what. Yeah, yeah. I'm so yeah. Mad. And uh, he goes, or you can buy a a duffel bag, a Southwest duffel bag from us for twenty five bucks. And Southwest, you can check two bags for free. Right. So why don't you just uh?" Let me just a buy, things, buy a duffel bag.
3: Yeah.
2: And I go, oh, so I save $75 if I buy a duffel bag from you right now. And he goes, yeah. You know, and this whole thing is like, this is a tiny parlor. I wasn't bringing my t-shirt can in. I wasn't, was like, I was priding uh, myself on actually do, having a one bag. Going economical. Show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, finally, right. not going to be wheeling around all these things, but sure. Let's add a duffel bag. So he's like, yeah, pretty good deal. Right? Like I'm saving you a duff. I'm saving you 75 bucks. And I was like, "Oh man, he really wants a tip out of me, and I just yep. don't have cash on me, and I don't want to be like, I don't have cash. I'll get you na-. like, I'm not gonna get him next. I can't. What am I gonna do? Like, can't they? Right. Don't they below? have like
1: squares or something where they can take a no?
2: that. because ah. it's an unwritten rule. There's like Southwest. It's a Southwest desk, right? But there's Skycat people ah. running it. And they don't. Yeah, like there's no way. Yeah, and so. I'm like paying for the 25 thing. I'm I'm unzipping the thing and I'm, you know, Wait, does stuffing. he have
0: the duffel bag right there at the Outdoor Skycap yes. thing?
2: Yes. So they're just they're they're cocked and locked. They're ready to go on this. Yeah, I mean it's it's a, it's a smart system, right? Like it's smart. brilliant. It is. It's really smart of them to offer that as a thing because and it's only for Southwest cuz Southwest is the only one with the two bag check policy. Right. right? Yep. Everyone else either, either charges right away or charges for the second bag. Yeah. Um and so Uh, I'm buying the bag. I'm stuffing stuff in the other bag. Some woman just sees all my magic props and goes, (laughs) Uh Are you part of the parachute group? And I was like, What? She's like, There's a big parachute. Are you part of the parachute team? And I was like, Why are you looking at my shit? Why are you starting a conversation <laughs> with me when I am in the middle? Like, anytime you see anyone doing the fucking moving from one, yeah, bag that's, to another, not, that's not right. That's not the time to start having. Leave it, them alone. Leave yeah. them alone. They're in fucking hell. They're in front of people yeah. on the floor like a kindergartner shoving yeah. different things into different bags, uh-huh. magically trying to figure out how much their shoes weigh. Leave them alone. Right. I was like, no, I am not part are of any. You parachute part of team. the parachute team? I don't. I was like, what? Why? Why would you see two wooden cases and be like parachutes? Uh, parachute.
1: But, uh then you whip out a big dildo and you go, nah, I'm a base jumper, bitch. Wing 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 wing. <laughs> I'm a flared so, base jumper. Uh, <laughs> flared
2: base jumper. jumper. There it is. It's important. So I I uh I get stuff in the other bags and I'm like, okay, they're they both weigh good. And I'm like, you know, they they printed my little uh, strap. Yep. You know, I have the 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 the, the the airline destination uh, tag, tag destination tag and i go to move it into where they're going and they go don't worry we got it and i was yeah. like they're mad about the tip and yep. they're making sure to put my stuff on dead last that's what's happening yep. right now yeah. <laughs> and i was like yep. i was like i could move it they go, no no we got it and i was like I looked at them and I was like, I didn't. I guess like at one point I go like, I didn't know if right then I should have been like, sorry, I don't have cash. I'm so sorry. <laughs> right. Yeah. I just, but I was just like, I I just got out. Of it. I would you know I have to leave and go park my car and make my flight. Right. Um, I mean
0: the the next level of what they could do if they're selling things at the desk anyway, then they could have a little a, a little cash register there because I, I assume you had to like pay for pay for yeah. the bag somehow. Yeah, yeah. So have a little cash register there and then be like, hey. If you uh if you want to get this southwest duffel bag, uh just so you know, you can pay debit and we can do uh, a cashback thing.
2: Right. I yeah. mean, something like that would have been smart. You know, like I love like restaurants that, you know, is a big thing after especially post COVID when they were recovering, they would put things on the menu where you can buy something for the right. bar staff, right? Like you can just actually well, what be they charged on. just
0: say like, like oh, it's a it's a $25 duffel bag. Um or you can do, um, you know, thirty dollars, thirty five dollars, whatever you'd like to do, and the remainder comes back to us. Is, is there anything like that you'd like to do?
2: Sure. I, I wish so. I wish they had like a tip slot like you signed for it, but they Something. didn't. It's all just right. a, it's all just a cash through thing. Um, and so when I land in Sacramento, the very last two bags that came up on the baggage claim were mine. Yeah, yeah. And the last one was that blue duffel bag. Like out of sheer sarcasm, like literally, like the wheels went around empty for like two minutes, and then the little blue bag came out last. And I was like, "Oh God,, do you think they put a little note on it that was like uh <laughs> let let us sweat this guy they write f t g on it, and it just is like, Fuck <laughs> that guy And, it, and they put it on there, then it comes yep. out late, and I was just I actually was just laughing. I was the only one at the at the at the at the uh you know place we pick up the bags baggage carousel, yep, the baggage claim, yep, watching that last blue bag come, and I just was laughing so hard. So I have a so I decided to use the blue bag in the show, and I was like, "I'm a I'm a big time magician. I fly very classily. I fly with all the classiest airlines in the world. I pull a Southwest bag, and I have uh, magic props in it to use or whatever." And um, so then later on in the show, you know, I do a thing where I I sign uh, an image that they make that we make yeah. psychically or whatever, and I sign it from a famous Vegas magician, and I say David Copperfield. I write David Copperfield. <laughs> sure. And someone else goes, is he, he's dead, right? It's <laughs> like, no, no. Uh, David Copperfield is very much alive. Yeah. Yeah. He is still living and performing. And then someone goes, "Oh God, is
1: this how I'm going to find out? He might be as soon as he makes that moon disappear.
2: <laughs> someone goes, they're, they're, yeah, he's in trouble for being on certain lists for being certain people. Oh, they were just talking, right? So I was like, no, this is right. a joke." It's just a conversation at this point. But they're just having a conversation. And I go, yeah. And I go, and then I point back to the blue bag and I was like, as you can see, that's why we, we choose different airlines to fly on. <laughs> and uh, I thought it was like the best joke I made in the whole show. Yeah. yeah. So like, David, uh, David is, has, a, has a plane. You have Southwest. Uh-huh. Well,
1: he's gone on a certain person's plane, right?
2: Yeah. 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 Epstein's. That's what we're talking about, guys. That was the joke, um, everybody. Right. Yeah. That yeah. was the
1: gag. The joke was yeah, Epstein. Yeah.
2: Now, I I, do, I, want to be very clear. I do not think David Copperfield did anything nefarious with David Epstein. Uh, I believe. No. I believe. And this is just me. I believe that he was interested in an island being for sale and that nothing else. Like guys with jeeps wave at each other. I think he was like, hey, if you're in trouble. You want to love that island, buddy? So we'll yep. see. But that's that's my opinion. Yeah. Um, and
0: uh, Matt may be in trouble. Uh, may, Matt may think that he that David Copperfield said bad things about uh, David Epstein, uh, but we don't think that anything happened with Jeffrey Epstein. Just, just so we're all clear <laughs> on that name. David Epstein, real pile of shit. And him and David Copperfield got into some shit together. That's Jeffrey right. Epstein, though, they had, uh, yeah, we, we don't know anything about that.
2: <laughs> but I mean, just in the middle of my show, for I'd be like David Comfort, he's dead, isn't he? And I was like, Oh God, no, no, he's not. <laughs> he's dead to me. The, he's Epstein. dead to me. Hilarious.
0: <laughs> Going from he's dead to
2: Epstein, back right, to be like, my, Oh look, another fish. And my show is just supposed to be forty-five minutes or or, or a little more, and it was right. an hour and five minutes, <laughs> and. And it's, it's for me, I constructed a new, like, it's a parlor show. So it's, I'm combining the close-up stuff, and I'm not bringing certain effects. And so it's a brand-new set for me. And going into tonight's show, I still have no idea how long my show is. Yeah, you can't time that out at all. No, no, no. There's nothing I could do nope. timing-wise to do to, to figure out what kind oh, of well. show that was. Nah. What if you go in
0: tonight and it's just the same conversation?
2: That'd be amazing. The, literally, Because the, one of was the, 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 uh, the owners were in, it, in, in at the show. It was there. They were hosting everybody, and I was like, "This was the craziest show I've ever done." At the very end, I was yeah. like, "I want to thank you guys uh, for the small amount that I got to contribute to tonight's show. I really appreciate appreciate it." <laughs> um, and as soon as the show was over, they're like, "We got to have you back."
1: All <laughs> right, great. There you go. You
2: never mission, can tell with
0: people. Mission man. Mission
1: accomplished, baby. You really yeah, yeah, You no. really
0: can't. It was the well. You know
1: now thing. at least push comes to shove, you've got an hour plus material.
2: Well, yeah, as long like, as they talk for 20 minutes. Yeah. You know you know what it reminded me of Paul. Remember that time we did uh first Friday uh outdoor <laughs> improv, yeah. right? Yes. And we said, fuck it. We're we're going to take every suggestion no matter how dumb and filthy it is. And we took every yep. dumb we filthy took suggestion. The horrible stuff, yeah. And just ran with it. Um and that was like that was like, that was almost like a guilty pleasure. Like we knew we weren't doing good improv, but it, almost it was a was guilty so pleasure fun. to
1: us and uh yeah. and I think the audience still dug it.
2: Right. And so like that's they a, were... that's that's what it felt like last night. I was like, "All right, you want to interrupt my show? Let's let's go to wherever you want to go. Let's right. chat about what you want to chat about." You
1: just rolled with them, yeah. And
2: I was just was messing around and just just stopping the conversations, like reminding people, like it's been a while since we we, we since I laid the foundation for this trick. So I just want to remind you what happened before we started talking about this <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's half hour like. ago
1: when we when we selected <laughs> cards. You'll remember.
2: <laughs> just, like, just had to repitch the two magic of diamonds. We yeah,
1: yeah. How
2: fucking funny. <laughs> Well, Half an hour ago, you selected a card, sir, geez. for the first time. What that's, was that
1: card? That's wild.
2: I'm finishing my grand finale, and they're still uh, uh, interrupting everything and talking. And I literally just go like, it's my finale, so I'm just going to plow ahead because <laughs> <laughs> well, at that point you're like
0: a i need to get through all the dialogue for my finale yes. And b i'm also kind of ready to get off this stage right
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 um i'll tell you who else is ready to get off a stage and that is the following sponsor matt and manning lee's package forwarding system have a present for someone send it to us instead from dead Laszlo. <laughs> Hello. Do you
1: want to get your package? Well, send it to me.
2: Just put it to me instead. And then you'll you'll send it on? Uh, do I say? I'll money?
1: keep it. I like things. I'm a collector. I have a big house full of boxes. <laughs> you don't even open them? Oh, no. That's against the lure. <laughs>
2: So, so we just send your boxes and you keep them.
1: That's right. That's legal. You can send the box to me. long as I don't open it, no harm, no fail. And then seven years later, after the statute of limitations runs out, surprise, surprise for me, rotten Christmas hams.
2: <laughs> Enter hay scoops at checkout. That's actually a good service because you owe if you owe people money or whatever, you can send it there with a tracking number, like checks in the mail. Right. You know?
1: But it never with comes through. It's then, like, oh, it went to yeah. some legit
2: place. Never
1: got and there. The check's
2: void after thirty days. It's pretty good. Seven
1: years. You might have that money after seven years.
2: Yeah. That's true. The check might be good by then. <laughs> It's
1: like when I was
0: found liable for several crimes but then had to put money in escrow before I could appeal those crimes. Uh, this is like putting a gift in escrow. <laughs> exactly, exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Sounds right.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, we have a guest. We have a, yes. we have a guest interview today. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is uh, Juliana Finch, an amazing musician. Uh, she has an album out called Bittersweet, and uh, we, uh, she, we, we, she will be performing at ScoopFest because of a, a crazy circumstance with one of our, our listeners. Thanks to Batscoop, so we'll, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll explain that uh, right at the top of this interview. But enjoy our chat with Juliana. Yeah, here we go. All right, we are here with Juliana Finch. Uh, Juliana, is that your real name or your stage name? <laughs>
4: it, both. It's both. <laughs> uh, no, my parents My parents were really thoughtful before I was born and gave me just gave me a stage name <laughs> to start with. How considerate? It's... It's been really helpful.
2: Stage parents, <laughs> stage parents. Um so you uh you you have been you've been roped into our scoop world by uh Steve Petroselli aka Bat Scoop. Um he has uh he he basically he has you owe him a show. Is that right?
4: I am indebted to him. Go we ahead. have a I have a blood oath that I have to fulfill. <laughs> And this is what we're doing. This is a yeah, I love it. This is insane. It's the most insane. It's the most insane way to fulfill a Kickstarter reward that's ever happened. And I really appreciate Steve for doing it because what what fun? Yeah, I mean, I guess
2: most people are doing like little home concerts, little backyard parties, right? (laughs) Uh,
4: Yeah, and he's like, "There's this convention I want you to go to." (laughs) Now then,
0: do you know anything at all about it? Do you know anything at all about what you're going to walk into when you when you come to Scoop Fest?
4: Not, I mean, I've listened to the show a little okay. bit since okay. Steve talked to me about it. So I'm a little bit familiar with your format and everything, but no, I just sleep with a babe in the woods right. wild eyed.
2: That's exactly the answer I was hoping. That's for. what we want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, what was the initial Kickstarter? So what was the project?
4: So I was making my first album in five years last year. Okay. And, um, so I did a Kickstarter last March in order to fund that album, which we made in October. Came out in October, and one of the higher tier rewards was I'll come to your house and play a show, or you get a private concert. And so this is the most public of the private concerts. <laughs> that I'm to do. Like Steve Steve pledged to the Kickstarter so generously, and it was great. It's funny because he was sort of in playing chicken with one of their supporter to be the last. They wanted to be the last ones to get it over the edge. Of the Kickstarter goal, oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And they ke- they kept like they kept like adjusting their pledges. It was Steve and one other person like adjusting their pledges because they wanted to be the last one, <laughs> um, and I th- I think it was Steve who did it. So
2: perfect, um, Thanks, That Steve. sounds like Steve, yeah. First album in five years. Uh, what uh, was there? Is there anything to the delay or, or what? Made you <laughs> was there any kind
1: off? of international global there was like, situation? Yeah, that,
4: uh, <laughs> there was some stuff happening in the world that made being a musician a little hard. Mm. But actually, in addition to that, before that, I actually had a fairly serious injury to my left hand oh, oh um, in 2019. And I play guitar. So my left hand That's is important. important for that All process. Right. I said. Yeah, I severed my radial nerve and I Whoa. had to get surgery. Yeah, um, and so I was just recovering. I was in physical therapy and like learning how to play guitar again. And I played my first show back after not being able to play in February of twenty twenty.
2: Oh no! And
4: that timing was not great. Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: oh, the big re- everything's great now. The big return <laughs> and
4: stop right at the same time. Was, yeah. yeah, was
1: that February show at least a good show?
4: It was a good show, but okay. honestly, I realized after playing that show. It was too soon anyway. Oh, I was yeah. really trying to push okay. it. It was only like six months after my injury. And after that show, I was like, mm, I maybe shouldn't have done that just yet. Uh, okay. So, were you in pain? So, it's my fault is what I'm saying. I'm, I was like, maybe I need a little more time. And then the <laughs> pandemic is
0: my fault. Yeah. And the universe said, I got you, fan. Got
4: you on the time. Here's, here's some time. Yeah. Don't tour for three All years. It'll time. be yeah. fine.
2: <laughs> uh, before then, how many albums had you put out?
4: Four. Oh, wow. Four oh. full-length albums. Yeah um and my last one yeah my last one was in 2018 before that
2: and Um, music always your thing
4: so yeah it's nice to be back kind of i started as a theater kid okay and it's professional theater for a little while and we can all relate to that Mm -hmm. yeah the showbiz the showbiz gene is strong um
2: let's all bring our first headshots to scoop fest
4: oh let's don't (laughs) oh god no! (laughs) come on
2: man so embarrassing
4: you know you guys look like you're probably not too far from my age so you know back then they were black and white that's right yep very dramatic black and white shots now that's not the trend anymore but i have very dramatic black and white shots
3: yeah -hmm. Yeah.
4: and not easy to come which also was like no and i was a comedic actor too and it it was like if you wanted the the comedy shot it had to be like you doing a zany thing Mm -hmm. right like a, yeah the like comedy shop was purse. always like
0: full full body like in overalls or something like that yeah rubber chicken it, it, you know, like i a... fun too That's a... <laughs> just, fun Fish, and relatable. just
1: bones yeah weird stuff I hated props is garbage yeah or yeah you... hold this bowling pin yeah yeah what what yeah oh yeah <laughs> bowling <laughs> pins are wacky right yeah and they were so expensive, it was expensive to get it. the headshots made extortion and then
0: it was extortion and then it was expensive to get the headshots printed, yeah, yeah, and then and then you had to print out your resume on the back of the headshot It had to be on a single on a single piece of paper. It was awful,
1: yeah, I got to the well, point I was... where I was lucky enough to have photograph- photographer friends, so I uh-huh. would get a headshot, and then I would just straight up Xerox and done, you know, I wasn't worried right. about quality at that point i was just like get them out so yeah Mm. people were getting xerox headshots for me i remember yeah i was buying yeah i I was buying like boxes of you
0: know 500 prints of of headshots at a time and it was just it was thousands of dollars every time you you had to like get a new thing (laughs) and every time it was like well fuck now how how am i gonna get this money together to to buy new headshots to make more money Mm -hmm.
4: you can't how many any of those are still in your basement <laughs> boxes? Oh no, they're
0: they are gone. They are long gone, and oh, no boy. one has access to them in on the planet.
4: I haven't seen mine in a long time, but I did find my the original contact sheet where you would pick which one. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I like the shot with all okay. the, all the things yeah. on there. I have that in a file your somewhere. Selections. Where I hope that I hope that if I pass away tragically, someone will burn them. <laughs> I don't
1: know. I think that could be suitable for framing, or maybe even an album cover, huh?
4: Oh, yeah, the posthumous oh, works of <laughs> Juliana Finch works. with my with my seventeen year old oh, headshots on <laughs> oh,
1: them. A, a
0: contact sheet of all of different headshots as an album cover is, is just great. I
1: just uh
4: with a little wax marker, yeah. the, the wax <laughs> which yes. you want? <laughs>
1: I just saw uh David mm-hmm. Cross talking with Margaret Cho about headshots. And uh, I guess he his workaround was he went to the Sears Portrait Studio. And uh, mm. he went ahead and bought the baby package for like 40 bucks and sat down with the little ABC blocks and all that stuff and just stared off into the distance. Brilliant. Gave it a very, like, <laughs> I'm just an infant sort of look out into nothing. And and Margaret was just raving about how brilliant. funny those pictures were.
4: If I were a if I were a casting director, I would cast no right? a voice on that photo alone. Yeah, no, so, yeah, like, so that's great. I think that you can, you can take
1: the wacky to a, a winning degree. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, but you can't. You can't win. So yeah. So I ball. started to answer your question from forever ago. I started in theater, thinking that was what I was going to do. Sure. And then I decided I wanted like a, an even less lucrative and harder job. So <laughs> I became a musician. Good.
1: It That's is, absolutely it. That's absolutely
2: I, true. I do. I do feel bad for musicians. I feel like they have a much more daunting landscape than than than, than other artists. It's, yeah. it's really tough.
4: It's wild out there sometimes. Um, Yeah, I just got back from the Folk Alliance conference in Kansas City. It was the first, like, professional conference I've been to in a long time, because, you know, global events. Yep. And it was actually really lovely to just be around a bunch of other musicians. And because sometimes we're all, especially songwriters, a lot of times we're out there solo or on our own. We're just in the van, listening to podcasts for hours in between (laughs) shows. Right. And, like... We don't get to really be in community with other people. And that's one of the things that's great about theater is you're in you're in a cast. You're not usually doing a one person show. So you get to like experience stuff together. And I was like, oh man, I really miss just being around other artists and getting to talk about the industry and getting to talk about the parts that are so fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and the parts that are really great. Yeah. Well, you know, and we're all trying I think all of us are trying to navigate show business and figure out oh, how God, to yeah. make it sustainable and healthy and okay for everybody. And you
1: gotta have those uh, shoulders to commiserate on during this crazy time too for sure yeah
0: yeah and if you figure out how to make showbiz healthy uh just write a book <laughs> you'll <you're> print money
4: <laughs> try it i went to a couple of panels uh, that were actually yeah. really great about that like try to make touring more sustainable um, and mm. you know it's physically difficult you know to just like a i mean y'all know doing shows night after night is physically mm-hmm. difficult and then like you're getting in a car and you're driving many yep. hours and Then you're supposed to sing in front of people after your shoulders are all jacked up. I finally, this year, for the first time, have started getting regular massages. I've never done that in my life before, and I'm like, why? Why didn't I know that this was a thing that could actually help me? Like, for me, it's healthcare. You know, exactly. I have to get my shoulders—the brick wall that is my shoulders. Yeah, yeah. From from being like this all the time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, with my shoulders up, like it's helping a lot. So. It's expensive though. True. Like, like most healthcare.
1: Yeah,
2: like oh, all okay. healthcare. It, it is. It is. It yeah, is. Yeah. Even, even with the Massage Envy memberships, I actually probably have like 40 hours saved up. I should send you some just to help you out on the road.
4: Do it. Anybody listening, if you want to send me massage gift cards, I do accept <laughs> bribes in the form of
1: massages. We'll, we'll have to get you a massage when you're ready. <coughs> That, that that that's a deal we can we can work that out
2: careful where we go though careful oh yeah set...
1: yeah no not a massage next to the hotel we're at
2: not a, no 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 because there
1: are plenty of massage parlors no blacked
0: out
2: windows no, there, <laughs>
0: why not that place is great <laughs> no. they're very friendly
4: <laughs> no no <laughs> i went to vegas for the first time in january oh I've yeah oh. where'd you go before i mean to the strip yeah, you know what, what would... would you right. well i did go i did go to i stayed at the venetian okay that's okay. fancy and and just it was fancy, mm-hmm. it was fine. I was so overstimulated the entire time, but in a really great way. I was just like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's our stick the whole time by design. Yeah, 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 I've just, I just felt like my eyes were giant saucers <laughs> the entire time and my head was on a swivel well, the entire well, like, time One giant there.
2: cheesecake factory that's what that's what we pride ourselves yeah, on yeah yeah that's what that's the big welcome to Vegas sign says accurate
1: small print at the bottom <laughs> <laughs> and they hand you an 80 page menu when you enter the state did you
0: so, gamble did you yeah
4: yeah did
1: you,
0: yeah, gamble? Did you gamble did you see I did any not, good shows I did, did, not, you see I... any, did you eat any good food what'd you do
4: I saw O, which I wanted to Great. see since I was a little yeah. kid. Great, um,
0: yep, so I was really good. excited. We are to we
1: go. are pals with the white clown. Benedict has been on our show several times. He's an old buddy of mine from it back was in so then. And, and it's the uh,
2: easiest easiest show to spell, so it's really good. That it one's Yes, really
4: <laughs> it is. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was really great. I had a great time. And I, one of the things I pride myself on when I go either to Broadway or somewhere where there's shows is that I'm, I'm really good at picking seats. So I had really good, like fairly affordable seats that were awesome, an awesome nice. view. Oh, and good. I was very proud of myself oh, really for that cool. too. Uh, but yeah, the show was incredible as of course it was, it was That's really wonderful. Show. Um, and I, you know, ate a bunch of good food. I just ate continuously, yeah. uh, went to a tiki bar, which one, oh, gosh, which Frankie's? Was it? I'm trying to remember. Frankie's
1: or the golden tiki. There's two.
4: Golden Tiki. Okay. I went to Golden Tiki. The, is that the one the with the mall. talking parrots?
1: Yep. Yes. Golden Tiki yeah. is much more Disney-frankies is much more seedy awesome Vegas old school. You got to see you
4: got to go to Frankie's next time. Yeah. Okay, I will. It was a vibe. It was fun. It was it was fun. They had live music and Oh yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, They always have like a good surf fun, band going team. or something like that. Yeah. You know what My favorite part of the Vegas trip actually was eating eating at Paris on the on the window I ate on the patio thinking like i'm gonna look I'm gonna look out at the fountain uh-huh. I'm gonna get to see the Bellagio fountain <laughs> and it was a perfect view and then, as the appetizers were arriving, this little dude arrived with like a full-on camera three sixty camera setup and a light show and a oh, giant boombox that was so loud oh no <laughs> and he was immediately in front of the fountain uh. and i I would have been irritated except I was dying laughing the entire time <laughs> I was like this is. Perfect. This is perfect. That's it was the last night I, I was had. like, this is the best way to end this. It's just like, I came to see this thing, and now there's just a distracting tourist thing happening and in front of it. And I'm going to watch
0: this guy and it was try great. to make money. It was great. Cool.
4: Yeah, and all the bachelorette parties and bachelor parties, like getting their 360 photo done. It was great people watching. <laughs> yeah.
2: Now, is all of your music up on like all the standard services and all that stuff?
4: It is Spotify, Apple Music. They don't call it iTunes anymore, right? It's Apple Music. Right. I think it's Apple Music. Uh, yeah, I still yeah. use iTunes. Bandcamp.
1: I'm one of the old folks that still use. You're the guy. It. I do. I, I buy my stuff on my old iMac, and I transfer it to a to a 2006 iPhone, which has 4,000 songs on it from because I sold all my CDs. Because everything lives on my jukebox computer now.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you get your, you know, the, yeah, so that, it's all, it's all up there. The pennies from iTunes, you can, uh, you know that that's Paul specifically. It's me. you that.
4: Thanks, yep, Paul. You got it. No. <laughs> I'm going to send you a note next time. <laughs> what is it like
2: to navigate all of that? That seems like a lot to figure out where people are getting music, how they get it. Like I've podcasting, they make it very easy. They, they switch all these formats, but it, every, we always have a podcast distributor. It's that distributor's job is to keep up with everything. Like it, they just, it just, there's a new thing. Our podcast is just beyond that. We don't have to put a lot of effort into it. Is is it yeah. the same for musicians, or is it harder to navigate than that?
4: It can be the same. Some people want to manage all of them themselves, in which case you have to work directly with each company. But there's hundreds of these companies, so what most people do is use a distributor. Also, okay. but you have to you have to submit and you make sure you, all you have all of your like end meta information on your tracks when you submit them. So that you know, when you play the thing on on your car, my name will come up and the song title right. will come up. All that stuff has to be done by an independent artist, but should be the same across. Do they use platforms. different formats? And then I also I manage my own on Bandcamp. Okay. Some of them do. What you normally do is send them the the highest quality you want to send, like a WAV file right. or a FLAC, like yeah. a lossless mm. format, and then they do whatever okay. they need to do to it. But they're all they're all going to compress it. Yeah. Yeah. To yeah. hell. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so sure. w- yeah one of the reasons I like Bandcamp is I can sell the lossless version of the track to somebody so like audiophiles look for your favorite artist on yeah, Bandcamp yeah. or another site so uh, that you're not our, not getting an mp3 our,
2: our jazz yeah. piano player Mike Jones always puts his stuff out on Bandcamp for the sound quality people for his chats, yeah. yeah yeah um when you first got into music did you realize you'd have to be computer savvy were you naturally computer savvy
4: I was always um, an internet forum nerd, so okay. the social part of it came pretty easy. Like I've been doing online shows once a month for about twelve years. Wow. Oh wow! So when when pandemic happened, you were ready, and everybody was trying to figure out how to do streaming shows. Yeah. I at least had that part sort of <laughs> figured out. Not to the level, not to the level that like I, some of these streamers are incredible. Like the Twitch, oh, yeah. my friends that are on Twitch, they have a full on light show and production studio. I'm like, no, I, I'm I've got a guitar and I, I know how to mic it. That's so about as high tech as <laughs> doing. But yeah, because I, I was sort of raised by the internet. You know, I was in chat rooms and forums and stuff growing up. So that part wasn't so bad. The part that I'm not crazy about and I don't think I'll ever do is the full production of the album. I can produce my own demos and I do that when I'm working on a studio project. But I love going into an actual studio to record. And I think that's something that a lot of younger or newer musicians don't have the this like joyful experience of going into the studio. Cause I think they feel pressured to do everything themselves sure. right? because the tech is accessible because the software is accessible and it seems like it's less expensive, but by the time you buy all the gear and like to make a record, that sounds really great. You've probably spent about the same amount of money that you're going to spend. If you go into a decent studio, Plus, you're oh. using it was- like a
1: different part of your brain, right? Like you can be in the middle yeah. of, of, of coming up with some really good stuff as the songwriter, but then You also have to, that can trip you up because you're thinking on a engineer level of like, well, maybe I'm a little hot on this scream that I'm liking to put in here and that kind of, and it can, it can flub you up, I imagine. Right. Yeah.
4: Totally. And I think also like we have to get out of our own way sometimes. I think having another ear, having an engineer in the room or other bandmates or a producer who can tell you like, let's go back to that other take or let's try another one. Or I think you can do it this way. That's so helpful to yeah. me is to have that collaborative aspect. Mm-hmm. When you don't have that, we get up our own ass all the time, and like people don't—they think either what the, everything they're doing is perfect on one extreme, right. <laughs> or it's never, or it's never finished. It's never good enough, and it right. never
1: gets done. Yeah, 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 yeah.
4: Because you're tweaking. You're like, I gotta go in and tweak this thing, and I'm like, I don't have the patience. What's
1: <laughs> that? What's that, <laughs> that? What's that old phrase? Uh, uh, perfect is the enemy of done. Or, or, or you
4: know, Yeah. You know, don't you let know. Don't let perfect be the enemy of good. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. Like yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think mm-hmm.
0: Salman Rushdie
2: said that.
4: Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. I'm
0: sure that was him.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: yeah we actually, we're very fortunate funny.
2: I, to, I, yeah. I, I just took Salman Rushdie's master class and uh Oh, I'm uh, in the middle of that one right now. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's great. But but you're talking about the, the the nudging around of stuff. And he basically, you know, in one of the later chapters, he's like when you when you when you're moving things around but you don't but, but like you can still always move things around, but you get to the point where nothing's actually dramatically improving. He's like that's mm-hmm. that's right. when you're done like that's like that right
4: authors need editors and yes. i think musicians need producers yes you know for a similar reason yeah
2: yeah at some point you just have to call the song um, uh, uh, you know the song is what it's gonna be um yeah,
4: and some musicians have an easier time than others being in the studio and having somebody tell them like i think you can do a better take or you know let's right. do it and some people get emotional i think that's one of the places where my theater background is actually really great because i'm used to having a director be like no right Good to get (laughs) right. Like it's sometimes even more abusive situations. Absolutely. You know, hopefully it's gotten a lot better, but just like somebody
0: who's forty years older than you are sitting in a chair with a cane and yelling at you how terrible you are. Just being
4: like This is fucking Shakespeare. What do you think? <laughs> you know, I'm like just being horrible. Well, to when you. you're when
1: you're critiqued in in theater, it's an attack on your entire personhood. It's it's the it's your <laughs> physicality. It's the way you've moved. It's your voice. It's everything. Why is your elbow like right? that? With me, right. with a song, at least it's like eh, try a little different vocal thing. You know, it's just it's one. Yeah. You know, they're, they're critiquing one piece. So yeah, as actors, we're like sure, okay, I can do one yeah, adjustment. No. That's easy. Like, enough.
4: I'll do I'll do a take in the studio and then immediately be like. I can do a better one, roll it again. Like I just know like I'm like, I can let's do it again. And I've definitely had producers be like trying to be really gentle and couch around, you know, oh, do you think maybe I was like, was I sharp? Just tell me. Yeah. Lay it on the line. Right. Lay it
1: on the line. I can handle it. Just tell me that. We'll move on. Yeah, we were lucky enough uh the producers we worked with, we just did an album last year uh that also was delayed because of COVID. Um and uh we finally got that thing recorded and our our producer crew uh they were able to just boom, get it done and and just tell us what they needed and yeah, you have to have that voice.
2: Mm-hmm. Um do you put pressure on yourself like like to 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 chase any kind of um like to get airplay to get more plays do you do you ever chase uh tactics do you ever chase topics like or or how do you navigate trying to get plays
4: I try to actively ignore it as much as possible You do You
2: just want yes. the art to I'm catch fire. I'm so
4: bad at that part of it Yeah it's it's hard to trying to go viral is not the way to go viral Right first of all and then also like I got some advice a really long time ago that you can't pick your hits So the thing to do is just to keep producing stuff and keep making stuff that you like. And, you know, if it happens, it happens. There are – you know, I have a small team that's helping me out now. But, like, the marketing part of it is the worst part of my job. And I try to focus on the parts that I love, which is – Social is actually kind of easy for me because I love connecting with people, I love talking with people. Great. I love, you know, being on podcasts and shows and that part is really fun. But where I'm really thinking about like, oh, I have to buy a Facebook ad or I have to figure out how to push this thing, uh it makes me crazy and I would outsource that as much as I can. Um and ju- and I try just to not worry about it and try to I don't necessarily want to be famous. I just want to be good. And I think if, you know, if the other thing happens great mostly i just want to be able to live sustainably and like fame actually doesn't sound that great i want to still be able to go to the grocery store in my pajamas you know yeah. <laughs> and like i don't i want to, i don't want people to care about what i'm doing or who, who i'm dating or you know all of that other stuff i was gonna say that comes a, with bell, it it sounds terrible there's a
2: bell curve to fame on that that's at some point you get so famous you can definitely go to the supermarket in your pajamas um right yeah <laughs>
4: Right. You're like, now the pajamas, then those are $1,000 pajamas. (laughs) Then then it's a century. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, What inspired the latest album?
4: The latest album is called Bittersweet, and I tell people it's because that's my favorite emotion, Mm. uh, which is this, like, my my fans call it sad on purpose. That's what they call my genre. (laughs) Just like a little bit. (laughs) Melancholy. It's not depression, right? It's sad on purpose, just a little. And I read this book. I read this book last year by Susan Cain called Bittersweet. Also, and she had done this study of people who who regularly indulge in this feeling of bittersweetness, this like acknowledgement that grief and joy kind of hold hands, and those people are happier overall than people who tend to try to avoid any negative feelings or avoid grief. Oh, I like that. I mean, we all we're humans. We all want to avoid grief, yeah. but you know, people who's trying to like push it away versus people who will sort of indulge intentionally a little bit sometimes in that sat on purpose, that bittersweetness. And that really stuck with me because I was like, oh, that's me. It's me. That's what I do in my songs all the time. And um, and so I knew that's what I was going to call the album even before I'd finished the title track. Oh, very cool. I was like, this is going to be the name of the album. And then that was the last song that I finished for the album. Um, so they're all, it, all the songs on there kind of explore the range of human feelings Awesome. And there's a little sadness, but there's also some sexiness and some fun and some happy love songs in there, too, because it's all it's all mm-hmm. important.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, <laughs> and obviously, sexiness can always lead to bittersweetness. No no problem. <laughs> that, that journey's easy. Right. Tell me about
4: it. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> of your home concerts, how many did you have to do, and what number is going to be ScoopFest?
4: Oh, gosh. ScoopFest will be number four. Okay. Okay. And I have ten total.
0: Wow. Oh wow!
4: Um, but they're spread out. You know, they're spread out all over the country, and I have to schedule when mm-hmm. I'm going to be someplace. So I have a few coming up in April, and then, and then. So I guess y'all will be by the time it actually happens. Y'all will be six.
2: Okay, okay. great. All okay. right, we can yeah, have so right six in the, right in the Perfect. middle. <laughs> so you've only done three, so it's, a, it's hard to ask you which one's the, the strangest one. But I guess you've only had three, so they've all been relatively. They're the all great.
4: They're all great. But one of my my favorite ones so far, probably just for its just for its surreal nature, is that I had played a show in LA mm-hmm. and I was coming from Southern California into Montana to do a house concert. And this was in October, the end of Halloween weekend. It's like 65 degrees in LA and sunny, and I fly into Montana and it is 16 degrees, <laughs> and there's a foot of snow on the ground. And I had to drive an hour and a half, you know, to Helena, Montana. And I ended up playing in this beautiful old church that a friend of mine had renovated. And there's like a big stage in the church, but there's no heat up there. So everybody is wearing their like snow bunny costumes. Oh it was gosh. really cute because they decided like, we're going to make it a costume party, but it's going to be Halloween, but stay warm. So people were coming in these Halloween costumes that were all like really big and fuzzy and warm. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm up there like, okay, I'm going to wear some fingerless gloves. And We're gonna make it happen. We had a great time. It was awesome. It was. It's always the ones like that that turn out to be yeah. actually really fun when you right. think it's going to be terrible. Right. 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 You could see
2: your breath while you were performing and that kind of stuff.
4: I could. You know. <laughs> there were spa- there were space oh. heaters around. We got everybody kind of banded together to make it happen, and that's that's always the most yeah. fun. Is all the all the attendees were also like, "We're gonna make it happen." What, we, what they, we they do so, they? They got it.
0: They understood what was going
4: on. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. They got the assignment.
2: They lived through it all the time. I was
4: dressed in a whole. Yeah, right. my, dre- my host dressed in a whole – her Halloween costume was like a snow bunny, so she had, like, fuzzy vests and big earmuffs and, like, big fuzzy boots. I was like, this is great. I love it.
0: Did you find I it w- offensive? I wore pajamas. Did it? Fi- did you find it offensive how many people came to your concert while wearing earmuffs? <laughs>
4: <laughs> I I hope they could still hear me. <laughs> but if it made them enjoy it more, I guess that's fine. Maybe they needed to block it out. <laughs> There were also children on skateboards going by the stage like every thirty because they were just it was a wooden floor and they were just having a great time. Amazing. It was a little bit distracting, but once I got used to it, I was like, This is yeah. great. This is hilarious. <laughs>
2: well, we it was a very
4: surreal situation.
2: We actually are gonna have a half pipe in front of you at Scoop Fest. Uh, so <laughs> a proper half and pipe. we I'll are some, not coordinated.
4: I'll, it's I'll keep be some terrible. placards up on stage so I can give you like a seven or a ten. <laughs> okay. Or something so when you're gonna need buying.
2: lower numbers than that. <laughs> yeah. we're, just, we're, we're providing. The French
4: judge gives you a yeah. three. We're just yeah. providing
2: a, a few BMX bikes. And we're gonna see what happens. That's all we're doing.
4: <laughs> Love it, <Love> it. <laughs>
0: Juliana. Thank it's you. Such so a weird idea that I like so much.
4: <laughs> <laughs> now, if it doesn't happen, everybody's gonna be disappointed because you said it's on the rec. It's on the record now. Yep. uh we're gonna have X Games at the house
1: concert. That was the, at the first video game awards I went to. Sam Jackson was hosting. They had it was free in, in Vegas, and he, he Sam Jackson came out and he was standing in front of a half pipe with BMXers going while he was announcing Halo. You know, <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> so it's not unprecedented for Vegas.
4: Amazing.
0: Let's do it. If Sam Jackson did it, we don't have to do it. So that's good. <laughs>
2: uh juliana thank you so much for co- coming by our podcast we look forward to hosting you you'll be uh, performing on the vip nights uh our first night uh at scoop fest Amazing. and uh we're thrilled to have you thanks so much for coming by
4: i'm so excited to meet all the scoops and hang out with y'all for it's the weekend and uh yeah and we'll cool. see you soon and the best place and is juliana music? finch
0: the uh, the best place for you juliana yeah,
4: Com. And I'm also write, play, repeat on all the socials. That's right, like writing yeah. um, on on Instagram and the artist formerly known as Twitter and all of that all other right. stuff.
2: Okay, great. And uh, best place to get your music is on your Bandcamp site. Yeah,
4: yeah. JulianaFinch.com will take you there too. It'll be okay. easy to find. Great.
2: Awesome. Thank you so much.
4: Cool. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. That was Juliana Finch.
2: Yeah. Stage name.
0: Uh, yeah, go check it out uh, JulianaFinch.com. It's stage name and real name.
2: Yeah, yeah. What a she, what a great, charming person she was. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to have her at yes. Scoop Fest. That was super it's nice. It's gonna be lovely. Um, but I've got
0: uh, I've got a link to her uh, to her music right here. I'm going to listen to her music as soon as the uh, the show's over today.
2: Awesome. There Looking you go. forward to it. I hope Scoops yeah. the same. So we can, maybe we can sing along when she performs for us.
0: That'd
1: be nice. Yeah. Let's make that. Let's make that a a goal. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're also going to sing along with Juliana at Scoop
2: Fest, and that's the following sponsor. Auntie Puppy's Home for Aging Chihuahuas. <laughs> that's right. It's from Scoop Gray.
1: Hello. I'm Auntie Puppy, and I have a home for aging chihuahuas. What I love most about aging chihuahuas is their <laughs> ill-temper <laughs> "'And their tongues stick out. It's adorable. "'And they'll bite your fucking hands off if you're not careful. "'And they can't see any more, and they're the cutest little things, "'and they're mean as hell, and you'll love them to death. "'If you want an ageing chihuahua, come on down to Auntie Puppies, "'and I'll sell you one for a dollar, a single solitary greenback.' Because I don't want any more of these wild dogs bugging me all night.
3: They're, they're too much for me to
1: handle. In her hay scoops at checkout. <laughs> Our sweet old Giz, she's in her 10th year. She's still hanging in there. She's doing good. Um, yeah, I, I miss my old pirate chihuahua. But, uh, My
0: neighbor is doing um a lot of a lot of outdoor work on his house. My across the street neighbor is doing a lot of outdoor work on his house right now. Yeah. Uh just redid his whole front yard. He he's been redoing his driveway and now he has workers out uh redoing his his wall. So like the the wall between his house right and the road, yours, yeah. Uh well this, this is no. across the street but okay. yeah, it, it's I I could you know we, we see it when we pull out though. Uh it looks like it's going to look really nice. Like they're refinishing it, they're redoing all the all the concrete and all. Uh, but they started work this morning at about 6.45. Oh, boy. Oh. And I know that.
1: Because the dogs because, know that. <laughs> um,
0: I believe they were being uh, very uh, polite and conscientious and quiet. And I think something that fell off of a truck because there was a, a, a crash. Yeah. And like so I, I was awakened this morning at 6.45 a.m., by what sounded like an, an oil drum falling off the back of a truck and then <laughs> two dogs losing their minds. Oh god. It was it is an unpleasant way to wake up in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and poor SJ. SJ has like a 13-hour day today. She's of doing course. um she's doing a a duo show at Old Red today. And then she's going and doing her Spice Girls show. And then she's going back and doing the late night slot at Old Red as well. Because she was booked to do this duo gig during the day, during their lunchtime stuff. And then the band from Nashville that was supposed to play tonight, uh, I don't know, something happened to them. Uh, Maybe
2: they died. I don't fucking know what happened. Plane crash. Typical Uh, Nashville plane crash.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's it. And uh, They they were in Jim Croce's plane, uh, to use a modern (laughs) reference. That old chestnut and, uh, so she, they were like, "Can you also do the the late night gig?" And she's like, "Yeah, sure." And then, of course, six forty five a. m. We we get woken up, and your oh, adrenaline's man. going, so you can't get back to sleep. And yeah, so she's killing it, huh? Oh, sure. Yeah, you yeah. know she she just works. She's out there working. Um,
2: if she can get like six more gigs, I'm going to retire. There you go. <laughs> uh, well, I can't wait for her to have another local Taylor gig because uh, uh, I recently came into possession of. Uh, a pair of overalls that Jason Kelsey wore uh, to the Super Bowl, the uh, Kansas City. Oh, overall. you got the,
0: the KC Chiefs overalls. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. 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 Uh, Emily Gillette bought a pair. She wore it to the Super Bowl. She bought the same uh, pair, not knowing Jason Kelsey was wearing the same outfit as she was. Um, but they were big on her. So that's small on me, but that makes it even funnier for the gag. So, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I still, my ambitions for playing Jason Kelsey in her Taylor Swift tribute I, show.
1: I think it can no. happen, and I think it'd be <laughs> hilarious.
2: I think it'd be great. It'd be great. Yep. No. Um, so uh,
1: I read yeah,
0: that I'll
2: Jason
1: be- and
0: Travis Kelsey are currently trying to to uh, they're marketing their podcast. I guess. Yeah. And, uh, and apparently, they are looking for like an eight figure deal mm-hmm. to uh, to sign their podcast with someone.
2: Well, apparently, I was reading so- this article on a, a smart smart list. The Jason Bateman, the that one there, like basically they're talking about like how he has golden handcuffs. His wife was like, "Yeah, uh, Jason maybe mm. gets to spend all this time with his family. I know he'd rather be directing, but he keeps making all this money podcasting. So we don't, we, we're holding off on. We, we, we want him home. <laughs> and so, but but apparently he's getting like they did like an eighty million dollar deal. Uh Sheesh. that podcast! is nuts. When's our wow. boat Ours coming in, for boys? Sale. For sale, it's right When's out there. When's our guys. boat
0: coming in? Yeah. If anybody has an eight-figure deal
2: that they would like to oh, uh, to broker, in a uh, bring it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. honestly, seven. We're fine with seven.
1: Yeah. Well, you you know, you go seven, and we're going <laughs> three. seven days a week. We'll go seven days a week for seven. Let's go. <laughs> we'll do a three-figure deal.
2: <laughs> uh, Let pump the brakes. We're well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's a our, decimal our, point in there too. Our 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 Patreon people have given us a fine fine deal on that department. Yeah, uh,
1: Extremely grateful for our Patreon yeah, supporters.
2: Yeah. We're just jealous of more successful people, like any artist. That's all. That's it. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, just true.
1: I, you know, part of me does does think you know we're 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 hanging in, and we've got a catalog, and we've got such a lovely following. It's a Victoria's Secret catalog. Well, there's something yeah. there's something but to our it. to the cachet. It, there's something to the cachet that we've built up. You know, so yeah. maybe, maybe in a I couple I was,
2: years, I think our listeners would agree. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. All good. All good. But uh, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised that they're, they're trying to shop for that because you, you, everyone knows you just try to get that one time deal. They're never worth it. Right. You know, like what, no, what, no, what, no. what they paid Joe Rogan, what they paid, you know, That's, Bill Simmons. it's not yeah, worth it. Yeah, Joe that Rogan money.
1: thing is crazy.
2: Right. Yeah. yeah. Like Joe Rogan didn't didn't generate.
1: What was it? it was it wasn't his
2: it was eighty million, million right? dollars? I think it was eighty no, million. Yeah, no, I thought it was, yeah. no, was, was two hundred. Two hundred with million? Spotify, right? Yeah. yeah,
0: and it was. Like, is Yikes. is he going to generate two hundred million dollars worth of new subscriptions to Spotify?
2: Uh, I think he's going to create two hundred million cases of people thinking the Earth is flat, but. Um, well,
1: well, you know what, Jacob? Let's, I know. He's if not you a think flat earther. Don't
2: write about it. I just If you think about
1: it, yeah. if you get 200 advertisers who spend a million dollars, and part of the reason yeah. that they've come to your platform is because of Rogan. That's true. There it there is. We go. I
2: mean, we figured it out. Put it up on the vision board. 200 subscribers. Yep. A million dollars each. A million dollars a, million dollars a piece.
1: Each. We're done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or you know what? I I don't know that we have that that kind of high roller subscriber base uh, on our show. So let's do uh, two million. Yet. So let's let's do two million subscribers at like half a million dollars each. <laughs> what? What do you,
1: where's this two million subscribers? What? Yeah, we're gonna do two no, no, million no. subscribers. Fewer subscribers, more each. money. What do you, <laughs> <laughs> Two million and a half million each. Good lord.
2: Yeah, that'd be a lot of. That's that'd all be we crazy. need.
1: My Kentucky math is exploding in my head
2: right now. <laughs> I said we go the other way. I think we go for debt. Like Trump, I think we go for debt, massive debt. Ooh. So say <laughs> Oh, we can we do that out, today. We figure out how much like how much can you pay someone to just subscribe to a podcast? Like, hey, well, pull your phone right now and hit subscribe. How much? If I give you so if it's, it's like 10 bucks a person. Yeah. So then we 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 go into a campaign <laughs> where we we, we spend <laughs> We just stand on the Las Vegas
0: Strip, be like, uh, "Hey, you! Open your podcast app on your phone. Let me watch you hit subscribe and an automatic download on Matt, and Matt and Ice Cream Social, and I'll just hand you a ten dollar bill."
1: Are we gonna? Are we gonna try and put the limited in limited liability with this company? Is that yep. what's happening? That's it. Oh, very boy. limited.
2: How did? How did that podcast get into two million in debt? Well, you see, it's a little something we call
1: leverage. Uh, yeah. Holy smokes. We're leveraging our debt. You know what that means? Of course not. No, of co- I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, something to yeah. do with a scale and a duck. So, God, that's it. guys, I have to tell you, the saga of the blinker light continued.
2: Oh, no. What, uh, yes. Your man card's still intact. What I happened? got
1: into the car the next day, and the same thing was happening. I have a blinker out right now. I was counting on you coming into town to change my blinker the for me. The same thing was happening. It was ticket, 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 ticket. I'm like, oh, no. Uh-huh. So I, I was beside myself, came home, as I just changed this out. So I started yeah. fucking around with it, and looking at it, and it was getting power. There was a tiny little bit of light. With a, I did another YouTube search, and sure enough, what it turned out to be was the connectors that are inside there mm. are pressed up so tightly against the bulb that over the years, it just compresses and compresses. It'd be like putting a double A battery in a thing with oh, a little yeah. spring, you know what I mean? And having uh-huh. that spring get so compacted and recessed that it no longer makes clean contact.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. So I had
1: to just go in there and manually tweak out the connection points and bring them out from the sides of the little mechanism and just fiddle did you clean them didn't clean them just just okay. moved them just you know brought them out yeah, yeah. from their depressed and pulled a the one screwdriver pulled the one contact out from the side put the bulb back in and fiddled with it good to go again so i got yet more Boom. more punches on the on the man card man cred baby Kaboom. <laughs> uh
2: uh it did win me surprisingly Friday, uh, it,
1: a lot of credit with Anne. it was pretty cool
2: friday march 15th uh i will be on the latest episode of fool Us. i'll be on that episode of fool Us right there oh nice that's when see, it happens uh, that's when it happens so watch for the for my appearance i do a trick with penn and teller and brooke uh make sure you check it out um and uh we'll break it down after it's airing while over spring break and for spring break my wife and I for two years, have been trying have been work working with friends who are really i'm not good at credit card stuff are you guys good at like credit card points and all that shit?
0: No, I don't play that game um, yeah i'm a i'm a c plus student on that
2: you're a dabbler, yeah, we had a friend who was very good at uh credit card points, and we've spent two years hopping on and off whatever cards we need to spending the things that we need to and uh to build up the right amount of points, that we uh, are doing a spring break, we are going to Paris, France.
3: Wow! Nice. Yeah, yeah.
2: So, um, I'll be in the Paris uh, uh, when my show airs. So that's 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 that'll be weird, uh, yeah. but it'll be fun.
1: Yeah.
2: But well, uh, you think so, you'll be able oh, to access it still? You're going to get to wear your Lecoq sportif gear in Paris. I can't wait. The full jumpsuit. <laughs> Although, I got to see if they have zipper pockets. I'm getting a bunch of pants with zipper pockets because apparently pickpocketing is a big thing for tourists in Paris. You got to watch
1: <gasps> oh. out. Oh, jeez. Zut alors! I feel like that's
0: <laughs> sacrebleu. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that has been... So I started traveling internationally when I was in middle school. Uh, right. To, like, Greece and Italy and places like that. And they would talk all the time uh, about how pickpocketing was just rampant. In the in yeah, these places yeah, yeah. that I would go, and I never met anyone that got their pockets picked.
2: Yeah, I, I the thought crossed my mind too. It's it's in all of like any kind of like any kind of visiting Paris like warning yeah. things. It's that that's always there. I but mean,
0: it's it's horrible if I mean it's horrible if, if you get your shit stolen at all. But like if you're if you're in a foreign country and, and get your passport stolen, for
2: instance, like that's that's going to really ruin that entire vacation. What I'm going to do is like, you know, those ink explosions they put in like bank bags, you know, I'm going to carry those in my pockets. So if anyone's put those in your pockets, yeah, yeah. So hopefully then I'll be like, I'm just an American tourist. I'll yell. And then (laughs) boom, they'll walk out with ink hands. I made the mistake. American
1: tourist with baggy pockets. I made the mistake when I toured (laughs) London, I I stayed at uh, the hotel Fagan and uh, Mm. sure enough, just, (laughs) nothing just picked clean picked clean yeah is
2: that an oliver reference it sure is an oliver sure reference right there <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh. you're really on point today
2: <laughs> but uh yeah but uh, but so so it'll be a, a minute before we i i have a lot to say about my time on fullest and we'll, we'll break we'll, we'll break it down on the episode but please do watch it and then uh yeah. um, we'll talk about it when i get back which means it'll be a little bit before it airs but yeah, that's all right though. Yeah, yeah if you yeah. haven't
0: been watching Fool Us, uh, CW app, it's free on the CW app. Uh, the CW app is free, and uh, watching Fool Us is free on the CW app. Uh, I've been watching them, and uh, I think I'm one behind right now. I'm I'm, I'm almost caught up. And uh, man, th- this is uh, this might be the best season of Fool Us overall ever.
1: As it's, someone it's who's great... been there for two live ones, yeah. yeah, this was better than the other live one and yeah, yeah. better than earlier ones that i'd seen on tv this was this was the best season that i'd ever seen
2: yeah, I, yeah I'm it's very, very good, good. But, and also from behind the scenes from Penn teller perspective like getting getting the tricks together for this season i was very excited for so many of them uh this year um and yeah we're planning 21 more closers for this season coming up so oh,
1: sh- yeah. I,
0: have that,
2: I have that meeting on uh, on tuesday yeah, I was so. watching
0: one the other day, and I didn't realize that S J was in the room behind me. And uh, Penn and Teller did jelly beans, ah. and uh, and like halfway through that trick, she goes, "Wait, are they just gonna?" Oh, and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, come sit down. This is this is a good trick." And they got through it, and she just looks at me. And I was, she was like, "That's that's insanely
2: good." She said, "Do you know how they did that?" I was like, "No, I don't." Man, I just I was, don't. I was working on it and helping on details, and like as I was helping on details with it, I remember just turning at one point and going like, uh, "Keep in mind that I still don't understand how this trick works." But uh, right. uh, and they kept explaining <laughs> to me, and I was like, I, 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 "The words you're saying are English, and like yeah. as sentences, I understand them." I but my brain is not wrapped around no. this trick at all. But I'm helping yeah. with with a couple of details, um, and uh, you know that trick's insane.
0: Uh, let's see. Uh, what time is it? Let's do a little jock versus a nerd. Yeah. You wanna do a little jock versus nerd action?
1: Oh, am I? Fuck yeah! I'm on the hunt for balls. On the hunt for balls. On no. the hunt for balls.
0: We got an obelisk jock versus nerd today from ML Kennedy. So this is the one. Um, we've got all the options before. We've got the, the double downs and we've got the steals and all of that stuff. Uh, Paul, you're up first. This is the $200 question, and the category is state motto. Would you like to double down? I will
1: not double down on this one. Are I'm you, not going to steal. Matt,
0: okay. do you want to steal? I will not steal. I will. I want Paul to answer this question. All right. Paul, state motto. This state is known as the Keystone State.
1: Uh, oh. I, I think it's Pennsylvania. Yes, Pennsylvania is correct. Hooray!
0: Uh, Paul keeps control. Is she alive, Paul? Do you want to double
2: down? <laughs> I do
1: not want to double down. So they're
0: going to ask Matt, me about you want to the steal? fridge.
2: Uh, I'm going to steal. I'm going to steal. Whoa.
0: Matt's going to steal. Matt, is she alive? Prince protege Denise Katrina, uh, sorry, D- Denise Katrina Matthews, known professionally as Vanity, is she still alive?
1: Yes. Yes. Nope. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry she to tell not. you that. She died in 2016. I knew that. Oh, <laughs> she died I, in I know did know Vanity was dead. <laughs> she went holy roller. Um. Oh shit! It goes
0: back to Paul. That doesn't seem fair. Doesn't uh, seem Paul, fair.
1: At all. <laughs> I never lost. Question. I never lost control.
0: Oh, that's true. Oh, that that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, Matt tried to steal and he failed at stealing. So hey, you're still in control. Uh, so six hundred dollar question. New Jack Swing. Paul, you want to double down? I feel fairly confident, but I'm not going to double down yet. No, you're going to steal from okay. me. Okay, I'm not going to steal from you. I'm going to let you have it. This group, in their 1990 hit "Poison," advised us to never trust a big
1: butt and a smile. I just saw a very, a very funny uh, tweet about this. It said, uh-huh. it said these three fools caught chlamydia from the same gal and came up with a banger. Uh, so <laughs> this, this, this is Belle Biv DeVoe. It sure is. I could have, I, I, I should have, done. well, I'm saving that double down for the big money, right? I mean, I guess, I don't, we, what we know about this game so
0: far is that none of us are good at the strategy of this game yet. That's right. Not yet.
1: Yeah, we're learning. We're learning.
0: Uh, $800 question, Ice Cream Social. Paul, you want to double down? I will not double down. Are you going to steal All from right. me? All right. Oh, man, I kind of want to steal from you. Uh, Now I'm going to save my steal. I'm All right. Save it. Jacob, the audio guy, has made a point that this ICS jingle be played after any mention of 9-11.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: inside joke
1: explained. Inside joke explained is correct. 9 <laughs> was an inside joke. It's true. <laughs> inside joke explained.
0: There you go. It was a mention of 9-11, after all, so I had to play it.
1: Oh. A uh, $1,000 question, Paul. NYT Connections. I love this game. Do you guys play Connections? I'm really, I'm really good at it um, i really like it. i will it's you gotta you gotta get into their headspace and know yes. the kind of trickery they're playing but it's fun um, i don't think i know this game at all I'll you should be, try it. You should, heard of it you should try uh, super it. super fun breaking stuff into okay. categories it's pretty cool uh but i will not double down because i'm not that confident jacob you're gonna see okay it? no all right um what do these words have in common pizza ice cream
0: tattoo funeral
1: See, oh, I know this the answer
0: is, to this. They're all made up of letters. <laughs> that's
1: right. Well, that's kind of that's kind of the thing. Pizza, ice cream, tattoo, funeral. Who, boy, uh, oh, got it. Uh, they are all parlors.
0: Ah, they are types of right. parlors. That's right. So that's how oh, that's
1: how you get into I that get now. that game. Yeah, it's a tricky game. It makes you think around right. outside the box a little bit.
0: Paul $1200 question. You're currently winning 2600 to
1: zeros. Yeah. Uh comic characters. Now if I double down, does that what does that do? That just makes the point value double?
0: That's right. I believe it makes yeah. the point
1: value double and I think if you miss it
0: that you lose everything. Fuck I think that. if you if will... you double down or steal and miss the yeah. question, I think you lose everything right. that you have I'm accumulated. Not, yeah, I'm far. not
1: gonna, I'm not gonna double down, but I will guess. Well, fuck you then. You I'm gonna steal. steal. <gasps> Whoa, shit! Here we go. This character, who debuted in 1992, has been portrayed
0: by Keith David in a cartoon and Michael J. White in a live action movie. Jacob, If you love Michael J. White, you see all of his. Movies. I do. Black I do. Dynamite. Um. Is this. I don't, man. I don't know. Um, can I use IMDB? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I'm just asking, Paul. I'm just asking. You don't have to just sound so incredulous. I
1: am incredulous.
2: Jacob, <laughs> keep in mind that if you don't get this right, you will lose all of your points, and you currently have zero. I'll lose all of my no points. will <laughs> lose all of your zero points. Uh,
1: heart, heart
2: crestfallen. Man, I. I have no idea. I just realized that if you're unsuccessful in a steal, the odds of you being able to double down, go down dramatically.
0: I That's don't know, true. I, I, don't I was even just know thinking how, that
2: as well. I, I went early and now I don't even know if I'll get to answer another question the rest of the way.
0: Mm. Is this, Oh, is this that static shock? Oh. I, don't, I don't remember. I don't remember a movie. I uh, don't uh, Static shock. Spawn. Spawn.
1: You were at least in the right ballpark. Uh, yeah. He's a black character. Right. So. Well, I did that math uh, based on who had played him. Good. Good.
0: Yeah. yeah. Excellent deduction. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, Paul, a TV crime show for 1400 You want to double will down?
1: Not double down. Thank you very much. All
0: right. The TV show Get Shorty follows Miles Daly, who works as muscle for a murderous crime ring in Rich Nevada town. Got to be Reno. Reno is incorrect. It's Boo. Uh, but you keep your points. You just lost control of the board. Okay. Uh, it's now me. Uh, so it's a sixteen hundred dollar question. IMDb known for all right. Uh, I'm gonna double down because Whoa. I gotta I gotta catch up here. Here we go. Kim Hunter shit is known for playing Stella <laughs> in Streetcar Named Desire and for playing Zira in this science fiction movie series. Z-I-R-A. Z-I-R-A. Mm-hmm. Is that a familiar name to you, to either of you? No. I know it. Paul knows the know answer it. this okay. question. I don't. Paul knows it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, is it also Streetcar Named Desire, the science fiction series?
1: Spaceship Named Desire.
0: The spaceship named Desire. <laughs> um, zero. zero. Uh, I mean Jefferson like
1: Starship named Desire.
0: I could have been somebody. I could have been an astronaut.
1: <laughs> okay, so Sci-Fi
0: Can't movie you series.
1: Yeah, you're
0: put. Uh, Star Wars Hella. Star Trek. I don't think it's either of those.
1: Bella. Bella. Um <laughs>
0: I'm out of sci-fi movie series. That's it. I've named Star Wars and Star Trek, and I can't think of any other sci-fi movie series.
1: There's Alien.
0: Um. Yep. That's true. There is Alien. Remember the famous character Zira in Alien. Yep. Yeah, she was uh Zira Bishop, I think that was the that was the the full the full name of the android, right? Yep. Um. Uh, it, oh, is this like a? I oh, know there was only one Flash Gordon movie. Mm-hmm. Um, shit. I have no idea. What is it, Paul?
1: Planet of the Apes. Oh,
0: planet. Oh, zero. Uh,
1: God damn it. Yep. <laughs> 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 Man, well, turn, he turned. to
0: you. An have a, you <laughs> have a turn to answer a question. Etymology. Would you like to double down? Let's do it. Let's do it. This color's name comes from French and means the color of flea. F L E A. The color of a flea.
2: Oh, let's see. Green doesn't sound French. No. Yellow doesn't sound. I'll go with orange. What color is a flea? Is a flea orange? I believe it's brown, but I don't think it means brown. I don't think brown.
1: Le brown.
2: Le brown. (laughs) Le brown, James. Purple? I don't know. Pur- purple's kind of Frenchy. Uh, gray. Oh, gray.
1: Grayfully.
2: Gray might be. Um, I'm saying my first guess. Orange for no reason. Okay, let's, let's
0: try it. I'm sorry. It's puce. Puce. Oh.
1: Puce. Dude. Fucking Puce. Puce Springsteen. <laughs> of course
0: it was and Puce. And Paul.
1: Uh Paul, you have you have an option to uh,
0: double down on this $5,000. It's the last question. Baseball history. Would you like to double down?
1: <laughs> I think not, <laughs> Jacob. Thank you very much. I think All
0: right, Paul's not going to double down. I think we need to make a new rule if it get, if your question is the last question and you are able to double down, no. you have to use your no, double you down don't. on the last not not this no. one. Not this one. <laughs> No, no, not this one. What I'm saying is to add an extra layer to the game because, like, now you can just coast through the end, and it's well, not as interesting. Uh, so to make the game more interesting, I think we, I think we implement the new rule that uh, you yeah. have to double down on the last question okay. after this one, not this one. All right. Sure. Baseball history, Paul. From, 19, or from 1898 to 1902, the team that is now known as the Chicago Cubs was known by this somewhat depressing name.
1: uh it was the chicago suicidal ideology is it the chicago nineteen twenty nine stock market <laughs> um hmm ninety
0: eight to
1: one to o two yeah eighteen ninety eight to o two a depressing name oh uh the blues if I guess, sure, do we'll I lose my points? Blues. No, you don't. Uh, no, no, you don't lose anything. Right, the
0: Blues. Black Sox, though, right? All right. I'm sorry, it's the Orphans. <laughs> the Orphans? Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <Chicago. What>? Orphans. <laughs> the Ch- there was a baseball wow. team in Chicago for four years known as the Orphans. All right, I mean, I have nowadays,
2: a couple that'd be some merch. I have a couple of thoughts on on, on Obelisk. Yeah. I think one, I think, I think there should be one or two more questions in it. Uh-huh. And basically, like, the way, the way, okay, so I'm starting to kind of understand the game. Basically, the way is it, like, you're supposed to basically have pressure to double down because other people can steal. Right. If you don't, right? So if you double down, then you get to keep the question. If you don't double down, then someone else can steal. Yes. So I think, I think maybe add two more questions and add one more steal each. I think we should get two Everybody steals. Everybody gets two steals? Who steals a a, a thing, and yeah. that will put more pressure on us to either double down or put things around. Mm-hmm. So I think right. that will help. Also, maybe make the multiple choice. Maybe we can think about adding multiple choice elements to it. I don't see why not. Yeah, because that because because the orphans thing would have thrown all of us off. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Right. None of us would have gotten orphans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was thinking, and I maybe- like.
0: The reason I want to make the double down mandatory on your on the very last question is that encourages you to use the double down earlier.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You want to All use right, the double right.
0: down, like, oh, it's a it's a twelve hundred dollar question, but it's a category I'm very confident in. I'm going to go ahead and use my double down so I don't get stuck on it with the with the five thousand dollar question.
1: But if it lo- makes right. you lose everything.
0: Right, but that's that's why you you're encouraged to use it earlier on on categories that you I
2: don't you think know, you know.
1: I don't know that there's any encouragement to risk at all.
2: Well, that's, I'm know. making encouragement for it. No, 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 and that's what I'm saying. Like I, I think uh, we're both trying to incentivize using up the double downs, right? So I right. think you have extra because those steel. are the
0: interesting parts. Those are the interesting parts of the game.
2: Yeah, so I think you. Have, I think having extra steals will help create pressure for the double downs. That's what I think. Yeah, I think you're right. But, uh... well, that, is
0: the, that is the game. That is Obelisk. And uh, that was from ML Kennedy. Thank you, ML Kennedy. If you want to make us an Obelisk Jock versus Nerd or a Scooperty or a Price is Great Jock vs. Nerd, um, HeyScoops.com. That's our website name. HeyScoops.com. Go over there. Uh, there's a, a button right there. Uh, click on it. Make us an obelisk. Make us a Price is Scrite. Make us a Scooperty. Send us some email. We didn't get to any email today, but we usually get to some Scoop mail uh, as part of the show. We had a guest today instead. Uh, So go check out all the things. Also, you can buy tickets to Scoop Fest to see both us and our guest today, Juliana. So come see all of us. It'll be great.
2: Do we want to announce the special thing about one of the special things about Scoop Fest or, or no? There are so
0: many of them. I don't know which special thing you're referring to.
2: Uh, you know, everyone enters their t-shirt size when they when they oh, enter yeah. the Scoop Fest ticket.
0: I think this is a fine time Dude, to what? announce
2: that. Okay, okay, because we're really excited about this idea and it was yeah. a really big pain in the ass to pull off and Michael Elsroth has put in a fucking Herculean effort into making this possible. Yes. So shout out to Michael Elsroth. But basically, I was talking about how at Scoop events, everyone wears all the different shirts that they have bought from our store or different events. Right. And they kind of show those off. And so when we first did Scoop Fest, everyone walked around with the Scoop Fest t-shirt. And it was really cool. because right. so It looked like a cult. And then I didn't want to discourage everyone wearing all of their other cool Scoop gear. And so inspired by Jacob, this Scoop Fest will be brrr, rogue time. <laughs> rogue, rogue time, baby. baby. Yeah. So now you for get the- a, a ice cream social bathrobe. Yeah, we're not doing a T-shirt this year. we were doing a robe, so everyone will walk around with their with their not a cult robe uh, yep. around the Orleans. It's gonna, gonna Orleans. be a
1: scene. It's gonna be a and damn then,
2: scene. And then it still allows everyone to show off the different scoop gear that they've purchased over the years. And so you can yep. still wear your scoop gear underneath the robe. And uh, and everyone in the in the Orleans is gonna be freaked out watching all these people walk around in bathrobes all the time. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, there was
0: uh, there was talk of making Jacob masks for everyone to also wear, <laughs> yeah, uh, which I was very much against. <laughs> but it's also just occurred to me that would have been, uh, I believe, the Orleans would have been against that as well because just wearing masks, you know, full face covering masks, yeah, is
2: not something that casinos uh, encourage. No, 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 they don't. But uh, yeah, so it's a, it's a robe time scoop fest this year, and so everyone who's attending is going to get a a bathrobe. Should there be extra? Might yeah. uh, not. We're very curious if there'll be extra because a lot of people have been purchasing tickets lately. Um, right. A, we'll get do, on that. Get in. Yeah, um, we will do what we've done in the past with our extra um, uh, merchandise, and we will uh, yeah. sell the scoop bag. We've done this. We used to, we done I don't know if we did it in the last one. We used to do it before, where we'd sell the extra scoop bags. Um, for people who couldn't make, it. I honestly don't know so, how much
1: extra uh, we're going to have, though it's going to be tight. And especially, like the the smart the smart scoops are buying them tickets now, getting in on it. Yeah, them. I was going
2: to say we, we we padded the sizes. We you know ordered extra as we always do. Uh, but this is the moment where maybe we're we're guaranteeing sizes as much as we can. Uh, but we, yeah. that order is actually in, so we've we've already ordered the robes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, we we hope we get everyone's sizes totally correct. But um, we are getting a variety of sizes. And they're robes. So we feel like there's flexibility there. Yeah. Yes.
1: But uh, jump in now. Get yeah. in.
2: Get in now. But uh, so excited that we're doing that. So yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I can't so, wait for that. Scoop, Scoop Fest is amazing. Yeah. Robe time, Scoop Fest. Come check it out. Yep. Um, buy your tickets now at scoopfest.com. If you want a discount on your Scoop Fest tickets, join us over at preachingfund.com. Become a Patreon backer today. That's right.
0: It's better than hanging with your mom. And if you like farting in a bag, head over to fartsinabag.biz.
2: Farts, 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 farts.
0: That's fartsinabag.biz, and I'm just kidding. It's not really just for if you like farting in a bag. It's also if you want to go over to our Patreon page, which is also (laughs) preachingfun.com. Head over to our Patreon page, and for as little as $2 a month, you can help keep this show on the air. You get discounts to things like ScoopFest, and, uh, yeah, you get all of our secret bonus content as well, things like Matt doing the breakdown of uh, Fool Us.
2: Yes, yeah, yeah. You got two episodes of Fool Us this month. There'll be a lot more coming up next month. Uh, as well as uh, you'll be getting our appearances on our CityCast Las Vegas shows, all kinds of cool things like that. So make that's sure you're right. backing us up for extra content, uh, ad-free content. And that's just at a minimum. That's the basic level. We also have a bunch of other tiers yeah. and prizes for you. And for the people who are backing us month after month or year after year, gosh, we appreciate you so, so much. Yes. Uh, and and uh, and, and it, it helps us pull off things like robe time. So thank you for doing That's it. right. Um, And uh, stay safe out there, everybody. We love you, and we'll see you soon. We'll see you soon.
0: Check her out.